guys, Riley here. Welcome to the latest episode of the Podcasters Podcast. And today we're talking about how bad audio makes great podcasts. Now, this is somewhat of a culmination of a lot of tiny lessons we learned from the last nine episodes of the podcast. But today we're going to dive right into it. Bad audio is the best thing to happen to your podcast and you should embrace it wholeheartedly. The impetus behind this article is a thread I read on Reddit about why the Stuff You Should Know show sounded so bad. People wax poetically about the studio space, the old microphones, and the dated computers that they must be affecting the sound quality. And the general consensus was that the Stuff You Should Know team was just a little out of touch. And modern advances in things like USB mics and Audacity updates had passed them by. But everyone in the thread had missed the genius of Stuff You Should Know which is that the podcast has to work really hard to sound only that bad. And other podcasters should be looking to stuff you should know for tips on how to improve their own podcasts. Now, what do we mean by only that bad? It's simple, really. Stuff You Should Know and most of the other podcasts from the How Stuff Works team holds only two things constant when they're making their shows. The bit rate will be 48 kilobits per second, and the sample rate will be 22,050 hertz. This means that everything put into the podcast, like music, sound effects, ads, remote guests, etc., all have to be able to sound good in very restrictive parameters. The bit and sample rates are such bottlenecks to quality that they have to ensure the best signal flow up to the point of rendering to maximize quality. It's easy to forget, what with Josh and Chuck's folksy charm, that Stuff You Should Know is the flagship program of a company that specializes in podcasting. It seems highly suspect that they would let anything get in the way of delivering the best podcast possible, especially outdated equipment, as the wisdom of the crowd decided on Reddit. So when they render their podcast out at such a low bit rate, we can assume that it's not a mistake, but an optimization they've made to facilitate easier downloading. This is a podcast, after all, wherein an increase of listenership by even 1% would need tens of thousands of new downloads every week. But let's bring this back to our podcast. Would your show sound as good as Stuff You Should Know? if you had to render it out the same way. My guess is that it probably would not. The podcaster's podcast certainly didn't. The eagle-eyed among you probably noticed that this podcast is rendered out to that specification today, and it took some work to get it sounding as good as stuff you should know. For me, the main issue is that I record the podcaster's podcast at my desk in an untreated room, which I thought I could get away with because I was using a dynamic SM7B. Because the mic picks up so little around it, I thought the listener wouldn't notice. However, once I rendered out an episode at the Stuff You Should Know specifications, I immediately noticed that the reflections of my voice off the walls were too detrimental to the quality of the audio. So I popped into my vocal booth to record this episode, and the difference was immediately apparent. So until I can make up some acoustic paneling for the room, basically just framing some rock wool insulation, I'm sure we'll get to that someday on this podcast, I'll be recording the Podcaster's Podcast in the booth, simply because it makes for a better podcast, It'll probably make me a better podcaster. And now it's your turn. Could your podcast make the transition to Stuff You Should Know standards unscathed? Or is there room for improvement? We here at Podigy have made all sorts of resources available to up your podcasting game, and now might be time to start taking advantage of them. So if you want to try this experiment, some things you should look out for. Echoes. You gotta get to smaller, softer rooms. Crosstalk. Cut out the guest's track when they aren't talking. Denoising. We've gone over this before, but you'll have to find the right balance between too much and too little. Overcompression. Don't compress on the way in unless you're absolutely sure you nailed the settings. DSing. Absolutely essential. Go revisit the DSing episode. It is worth it. 
too much emphasis on the high end. This will make your audio sound so brittle at low bit rates. Just like how we said that recording in mono ensures the best accessibility to your podcast, making sure your show's listenable at the stuff you should know parameters is going to mean that you've optimized your signal flow and can comfortably lower your bit rate to make it more accessible to listeners around the globe. That's it for now. It should be enough for now. You got some work to do. Try out, see if you can get your podcast sounding as good as stuff you should know. Poke around our website, podigy.co. You'll find all the help you need to get started to improve in the sound today. If you can take your podcast to the next level to make it sound good enough to sound bad, you're going to be well on your way to making a great podcast. All right, till next time.